In today's gospel, the Lord uh, engages in a very odd recruitment strategy. He will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, relations and friends, and some of you will be put to death. You will be hated by all men on account of my name. But not a hair on your head will be lost. Your endurance will win you your lives. You would think if he's trying to recruit people, he would focus more on, on the positives. You know, that he would focus more on all of the, 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 the glory, uh, that he would focus on heaven, that he would focus on this, this great work that we're all engaged in, and it's going to be absolutely fantastic, and we'll all be together, and we'll all row in together, and we'll take care of each other, and we'll pray for each other, and it's all going to be fantastic. But he, he's very realistic, the Lord, which is great, because uh, he's not sugarcoating this message at all. Uh, in following him, there will be crosses, there will be adversity, that's part of it. And not only that, but the crosses and adversity teach us perseverance. So the crosses and adversity aren't uh, separate from, uh, how, would you, how would you say, uh, the, Lord's, the Lord's perfect plan, the Lord's perfect will for us, obviously, is, is always good. Never wants sin or never wants the consequences of sin to affect us. But in his permissive will, yes, these things do happen. But e- even those uh, those elements or examples of his permissive will are, are not moments in which we have been forgotten. They're opportunities. They're opportunities for growth, as we hear in, in Romans 5. Uh, we glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. And perseverance produces character. And character produces hope. It's a, 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 an absolute, a, a fantastic line from, from St. Paul there. So uh, this... This is this theme of, of perseverance, and I, I find myself at times uh, a bit confused as to what I'm supposed to do. In that, we had a even a conversation at breakfast this morning. We have multiple conversations similar to this, where someone expresses um, a, an issue or, or a sadness or something that they struggled with in the past. Uh, something that, that often happens to, to us priests, where we're, 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 we hear these these stories of people having problems. Now, we have, we have kind of two extremes that, that we have to balance. Um, one is empathizing so much with someone that you just sit down with them in their dirt. Right? So like the, they, have, they have a problem or they have a sadness and you just kind of, you know, they say, I'm, I'm really sad about this. And you sit down and you go, yeah, I suppose, I understand. It's really sad. It's really awful. You know, it's terrible. But sure, you know, it's just really, really, really sad, isn't it? It's just really, 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 really sad. And you empathize with them. And you just kind of, you know, you can just kind of sit there and, 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 and stay with them. Uh, the, the, the other extreme, then, is to, to jump too quickly to the solution. You know, up you get, dust yourself off. Let's get on with things, you know, and let's just move on. Let's put all the past behind us. And let's bring these things to the Lord and just move on. So kind of, you, have to be, you have to empathize a bit and yet get moving. You know, you have to understand where they're coming from, and yet at the same time, don't stay there. Don't stay there. So I, I get it, but let's move. Uh, and there's um, this, it, it's a delicate balance at times. At times people don't actually want to move. They're used to their sadness. They're used to, to that darkness even at times. Uh, especially if someone has been there for years, it becomes very, very familiar, and they may not want to move. So then any talk of, of hope, any talk of what can be done, actually isn't, isn't wanted. It's not received, because this is familiar. This is what I know. I didn't tell you so that you'd get me out of it. I told you just so that we could share it, or I told you because I wanted to, uh, 
make you part of, of, this, particular, of this particular problem, or I, I'm not looking for a solution. Um, so that, that, that can be a problem then. When, it was, when you start to speak then about hope, when you start to speak about prayer, when you start to speak about bringing this to the Lord or bringing the Lord into this situation, that might not be what's wanted at all. And then you might appear to lack empathy. So does, does this, there, is, there is this, this, this balance between I understand, and I remember hearing a, a, a father now, it, it, it was a bit, it, sound, it sounded a bit harsh when I heard it first, but um, he said he was, he was teaching his son to ride a bike, okay, and the son was riding a bike, as, as, as we all did at the beginning, we had the two stabilizers, what do you, training wheels, American gets called, um, so we had our training wheels, so, you know, when you have training wheels, you can, you can really throw the bike around and, you know, you're, you're safe, you're safe, right, uh, but then there comes a time when maybe one of the stabilizers has to come off. And then you learn to cycle with a slight lean because you're leaning on the one stabilizer that you have, you know. And then eventually the second one has to come off. Okay. Now, invariably, when you learn to cycle and your, 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 your stabilizers come off, you are going to fall. You are go- it's going to happen. It's going to happen, right? It's called learning, right? You don't get everything right all the time. You are going to fail at some point. And even if, even if you're, by some miracle, like you're able to, 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 to hold a, a straight line more or less when you're learning, eventually, especially as a lad, like you're going to start doing jumps and jumping off curbs and jumping off barrels and jumping off the second story of your house if you can. You know, uh, so there are going to be falls, right? There are going to be falls. And his father was explaining how, how you know, my son was learning to cycle and uh, so he wanted to take a, a bend around an obstacle and he fell off. And he fell off. And and he very much grazed his knee. Uh, and he said, I, I, he said I, I didn't want to lack empathy at all. So I went over and I said, son, are you okay? He said, yeah, I've got my knee, I've got my knee. And he said, yeah, you have. Is it okay? And they had a look at it. So he pulled, pulled the grit out of the knee. And he said, okay, will we, will we just have, will, we'll clean it up, okay? Yeah, I don't want to cycle anymore. No, no, no. We'll clean it up. And then you'll get back on the bike, Okay. We'll clean it up. You're okay. You've cut your knee. You're okay, though. You know, this isn't the end of anything. You've cut your knee. We clean it up. And you get back on the bike. Mm. All right? And, like, and he said, he said I, I was hoping, because he said, I know my wife, her reaction would have been very different. You know, her, her reaction would be, pick the child up. we got to go to A&E. No, we don't. We don't. It's, it's a gray's knee. It's fine. He's actually fine. And he's actually learning to cycle, and he's actually doing a great job. So it was, it's just this, 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 as I said, this, this idea or this reality of having to deal with problems for all of us, because, I mean, all of us will be advisors to, to, to someone at some point. That balance between empathy, where, where you empathize with someone, and, and yet hope, and yet moving on. And this reminded me of, of something I heard years ago that I hadn't actually thought of in, in, in a while, of uh, Aristotle, so back in the 4th century BC, uh, between, when was, when was he born? Three, uh, 385-ish, I think, and died in 322 BC, Aristotle, the Greek philosopher. Uh, and he said that in, well, translated into Latin, it was in medio stat virtus, so in the middle is virtue. So the, the virtue stands between two excesses. So any virtue, any virtue that you have, it's between two excesses. And some of the examples he gives, for example, are the, the virtue of, of courage. Okay, good thing, to be courageous. Uh, then if you're, if, you, if you're deficient in courage, so you, 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 you lack the, the, 
you go to one extreme where there's too little of it, then you have cowardice. Where and any problem at all, and so, yeah, I'll fold, whatever, whatever you want, I don't care. And you just pull back immediately, cowardice, having no moral backbone. And then the excess of courage is rashness. So, you know, we have to convert everybody. We need to be courageous about it. Let's get our sledgehammers and force everyone into the, into the churches. You know, a bit rash. Doesn't really work. Uh, so, courage stands between deficiency and excess. Uh, any virtue stands between deficiency and excess. Any, any virtue stands in the middle. And if you tip one way or the other, you end up either deficient in that virtue or an excess of that virtue is still wrong. You think of anything. Think of your, your, your prayer life. You know, I have a prayer life. Yeah, I, 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 I pray once a year around Christmas. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's not a prayer life. Or, or I pray all day, every day, especially when there's work going on, then I nip off to the chapel. No, 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 now you're avoiding real life and avoiding work in order to, to, to hide in the chapel. That's not virtue either. Um, another example he gives is friendship, for example. Uh, the deficiency of friendship is quarrelsomeness, right? Uh, so being too, too quick to fight. And then uh, an excess of friendship is flattery. Oh, aren't you amazing? Aren't you absolutely fantastic? And just that, that exaggeration uh, of, 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 of friendship, which isn't actually friendship at all, it's flattery. Generally speaking, it's, it's to uh, achieve something for oneself or attain something for oneself. Okay, uh, or any, any virtue. I'll give one more example, like the virtue of self-control, for example. Uh, self-control, then the deficiency of that, he says, is, is indecisiveness, just the inability to decide. Well, I won't, I don't know, should I? Well, maybe I'll get advice, maybe I get advice, maybe I won't get advice. Should I get advice? If I get advice, who do I get advice from? Them or them, or maybe neither, I don't know. You know, and it's just self-control where it errs so much on the side of caution that you just can't decide anything. And then, uh, the, obviously, the um, excess of that is impulsiveness, where we just drive into something uh, without much reflection. Okay, point being, the Lord today speaks about, about perseverance. By your perseverance, by your endurance, you will win your lives. So our perseverance or our endurance uh, will be tested. It absolutely will be tested. And as, as people who walk with others, and even as we look at our own lives, it's very helpful to keep in mind the, 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 the excesses that we can fall into. We want to live a virtuous life. So when things go wrong, we don't want to fall into self-pity. At the same time, we want to recognize the validity of how we feel and what we've been through. Absolutely, there's validity in it. But you can't sit there and stay there either. We recognize that, that things have gone wrong. We recognize that we have been wronged. We recognize that there is injustice in the world. And sometimes that has happened to me. Okay, yeah. And now move on. Otherwise, endurance or perseverance doesn't exist. You know, we, we, otherwise we're not choosing endurance or perseverance we're just surviving just, just, just maybe even settled in our darkness settled in our pain and that's, that, that's un, that would be very unfortunate because that, that's not perseverance that's not what the Lord is talking about he wants us to push on so to recognise that we have been hurt there are wounds but to not stay there We glory also in our sufferings, says St. Paul, because we know that suffering produces perseverance. How are we going to learn perseverance unless there's been some cross that we have to carry?
it's this kind of sad re- reality, but, but a truth nonetheless. You know, the, the Lord is very clear about this. You will be betrayed by parents. So if you follow me, it's not going to be easy. He said this from the beginning. But the whole point is those obstacles, they teach us. Those obstacles are an opportunity. An opportunity for growth, an opportunity for virtue. Our suffering produces perseverance. Our perseverance produces character. And our character produces hope. And so whatever we're going through, whatever we're struggling with, there's nothing wasted. There's nothing pointless. There's nothing, there's no situation where we were simply forgotten by God. So we ask to for the grace to be able to respond with virtue to whatever life throws at us or has thrown at us or will throw at us that we can always maintain that, that virtue of perseverance that when things get tough we'll recognise the Lord has not abandoned me the Lord has given me an opportunity and yes this may be hard but I don't want to stop walking I can't stop now I can't stop now the Lord is on my side. And if God is for us, who can be against us? Amen.